Shoeing the Bay Mare, painting by Sir Edwin Landseer, story by Flora Carpenter. Here, in a building that may once have been a home, we see an old-fashioned country blacksmith shop. The wide door has been made in two parts so that the upper part can be swung open to let in the sunlight. The lower part of the doorway remains closed and is just high enough to keep the horse and donkey shut in. But the dog could easily jump over should he become frightened by the flying sparks of fire. The smith is trying to shoe on the hind foot of the beautiful horse, but neither the man nor the horse seems quite satisfied with it. The horse has an anxious look in her intelligent eyes as she turns her head to watch the smith. Though she knows he will do the work carefully, she cannot help but be a little nervous about it. The dog and donkey are always very much interested in what the smith is doing, though the dog seems ready to run at any moment. Behind the dog, we see this blacksmith's anvil, on which he hammers the shoe into shape. Every time the hammer strikes the red-hot iron, burning sparks fly in all directions, and the blacksmith wears a leather apron to keep them from burning holes in his clothes. On the ground beside the blacksmith is a box in which are the tools the smith must use. It has a handle so that the smith may carry it with him and place it within reach when he is fitting the shoe. Years ago, when the artist painted this picture, a blacksmith had to make each shoe by hand from the, a bar of iron. Now horseshoes are made rapidly by machinery, and the blacksmith gets them from the factory. They are made in all shapes and sizes, and the smith will try several shoes until he finds one that fits the horse's hoof. If it needs to be shaped a little, he must heat it red hot before he can bend it. He puts it into a great bed of red hot coals in his forge, then blows upon the coals with his bellows to make the fire hotter. His heavy iron tongs are used to take the red hot shoe from the coals and to hold it upon the anvil while he pounds it into shape. Next, he drops it into cold water until it is cool enough to dry on. The smith must be a strong man to do his work well, and in this picture our attention is drawn to the great muscles on his arms and the firm strength in his large hands. It takes great skill to drive the nails into the horse's hoof in just such a way that they will hold the shoe firmly and at the same time not hurt the hoof. Sometimes, but not very often, a blacksmith drives a nail in the wrong direction and the horse becomes lame. Horses grow accustomed to being shod and seem to like to have comfortable new shoes put on. How glad they must be in the winter to have their hoofs sharp shod so they do not slip on the ice. Betty, the gray mare in this picture, liked to be shod and as she never wore a halter and could go where she pleased, she sometimes went to see the blacksmith. The story is told that one day she was galloping over the fields. One of her shoes became loose. Betty seemed to know what to do. 
It was not long before the blacksmith heard a gentle neigh, and there was Betty with her head over the gate, asking to be let in. Once inside, she held up the foot with the loose shoe for the blacksmith to fix. You may be sure he patted her velvety neck and told her he knew just what the trouble was and would fix her up all right. The shaggy donkey you see in the picture had to wait until the blacksmith had attended to Betty, but he did not care about having his shoes fixed anyway, so did not mind waiting. The man who owned Betty was Mr. Jacob Bell, and he was so proud of her that he wanted her picture painted. In fact, once when Betty had had a beautiful coat, Mr. Bell asked Sir Edwin Lanzer to paint a picture of the two together. But the artist had such a long waiting list of animals to paint that he did not get around to Betty's turn for a long time. Betty had another colt, but it too had grown to be as tall as Betty herself before Sir Edward Edwin Landseer at last came to see her. He came on the very day that Betty paid her visit to the blacksmith shop, and so it was there that Mr. Bell took the artist to see her. Landseer had planned to play, paint the horse out in the green fields, but when he saw her in the blacksmith shop, watching every movement of the smith with such perfect understanding in her great intelligent eyes, he decided to paint her there.